Tonight we're going to be continuing with uh, metta, with friendliness, loving kindness, cultivating that, nurturing that quality, that, that Brahma Vihara. And it will be around these categories of self and benefactor, and I'll go over a little bit about benefactor, and having it supported by also receiving kindness. Uh, because for me, the the sense of receiving kindness was actually a very important uh, component for me learning and getting a sense of really loving myself, of really having a quality of kindness for myself. So that will be interwoven as well. And to frame it, I want to share with you a, a short poem by the poet Raymond Carver. It's a poem entitled Late Fragment. And the late fragment is the last poem. It's the final poem in his last published work. So his last public uh, uh, collection of uh, poems. It was the last poem. And this uh, last published work of his poems, he wrote while he was dying of cancer. This was very much a, a theme for him, this coming to the end of his life. And in the poem, what you're going to hear is, it, it, to me, it sounds like he's having this conversation with himself. He's asking himself these questions, these pertinent questions, and he's answering himself. So just when I go through that, you can hear that. He's asking himself this, and then, then he gives these clear answers to himself. To himself. And he just asks these two questions. He asks himself, and did you get what you wanted from this life even so? And he replies, I did. And then he asks himself, and what did you want? And he says, to call myself beloved. to feel myself beloved on the earth. Wouldn't that be powerful to be able, when you die, to say, oh, I did, I got what I wanted to love myself. That I feel loved as well because they're so intertwined. I found this so important for my life and my path. When you reflect on it, we spend a lot of time with ourselves, like all the time, <laughs> right? It's, it's a pretty key relationship in one's <laughs> life. And I, I want to have a relationship with myself where I love myself, I 
feel loved in that. It's important, don't you think? And a, a depth of love. In terms of relationships, I remember I was officiating a wedding and I, I was so moved by one of their vows because I was reflecting on it in terms of also in terms of my relationship to myself. And one of their vows was, I love you no matter what mistake you make. Having that depth of love for oneself. And it's a process. It's a process of cultivating this relationship. It really is to be dedicated to come into that kind of relationship with ourselves. To be committed to that. One other story, just in this framing of, of seeing loving kindness towards ourselves about our relationship to ourselves. I remember I was um, getting a ride in a shuttle many years ago and it finally came to the point it was just the driver and myself. So we started talking about relationships, of course. So we talk about in shuttles. <laughs> okay, not always. And uh, we were just sharing and he was... Uh, sharing with me that he was in an arranged marriage. And I want to be clear that the point of the story is not to get you like saying that arranged marriages are the way to go or not arranged marriages or even marriage in itself. But but just the way he spoke about it, I found myself really moved by it. (laughs) Because he was really clear like... Yeah, I mean, this is kind of his passion about it is, yeah, when I, when I got together with my partner, we weren't in, in love, but we fell in love. We had love between us because we were committed to going in that direction. And now the love is so deep. This was the, 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 the marriage that was arranged uh, from my family, and uh, so be it. And now this is my role. And again, when I reflected on it in terms of relationship with myself, it's like, it kind of feels like that. <laughs> I don't know if that's maybe this not positive thing about how I've seen myself, and you know, it's not like I chose myself. I might have chosen somebody else, actually, when I think about it. But, but here I am, and to have this commitment to something deeper. Because maybe you've noticed that that sense of, well, here I am with myself, and I just don't like myself. To have a deeper aspiration, not just to tolerate, but to have a deep kindness. It's so freeing, and I think the the Buddha is talking about, I want to be really clear, to to me, the Brahma Viharas have a particular flavor of freedom, which is really important, and it's situated in this way. There's a sutta, the Tavija Sutta. And in the sutta, the, it's set where these young Brahmins are they're having this conversation. And they're having a conversation about how to become one with Brahma. And I so love this because in the, in the sutta, the, the Buddha just uses their framework. And 
he says, well, if you want to become one with Brahma, you should practice the Brahma Viharas. And some scholars think that this is really where this phrase Brahma Vihara comes is that he's using the language of these young Brahmins. He should hang out in the abode of Brahma. And what are they? The four Brahma Viharas. Loving, loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, equanimity. And he talks about these uh, practices leading to Chetto Vimuti. Chetto, Chitta. You know, the mind or the heart, vimuti, freedom. So freedom of the heart. This is what this leads to. Of course, there's you know, a discussion of maybe it's just a, a taste of liberation, a temporary liberation, but a, a taste of liberation nonetheless. So when you get a real taste of this tonight or whenever, you're getting a real taste of the kind of freedom that this path might be about, about or a dimension of it. And what comes with this, just to be clear, it's the, it's the bad news, which I like to give now that you're on retreats, you know. It's kind of like, this, this, is, the, this is the time to, to break the bad news. Because <laughs> you might have noticed, if you're like me, we sometimes either outwardly or, or secretly envision a kind of freedom in our lives which will make my life pleasant all the time. You ever want that? Am I the only one? <laughs> and this is a different kind of freedom. It's a freedom of the heart. So just a, a way to hold that when we're engaging in this practice of like, oh, this is a different freedom. It's just mere, It's not merely desperately wanting everything to be pleasant. It's more like the aspiration for the heart to be free. Mm-hmm. For it to fr- be free to, to be steady and to love and care. So as I said, tonight we'll be exploring this through these categories, the self and benefactor. This, this way of practicing comes from the Vasudhi Magga, a commentary. And beginning uh, being supported with receiving kindness and remembering sometimes you feel it and sometimes you don't, just as Jill shared with us. Just to go over just some of the, the details and then we'll move into it. Receiving metta has been something that's really been healing for me. It's uh, part of this process is not just the giving, but the receiving. Have you noticed sometimes that's the harder piece is the receiving rather than the giving? And it will be when we get to that, bringing into your heart's beings, you know, who were kind to you in some way. It could be that school teacher, that elementary school teacher that would just kind to you once. So I'm not looking for perfect people. I'm looking for people when doing this practice that were kind to me and I can contact that kindness. It's an uncomplicated relationship. And I felt it in some way. Or that coach or an aunt or an uncle or a friend. Or a kitty cat or a dog. And also, it can be archetypal beings that hold that quality of kindness for you. Kuan Yin, you know, the Buddha, Deepama, Mother Mary, whatever, whatever, whatever being holds that for you that would be showering you with kindness. It's, it's going to be feeling it rather than thinking about it. 
And then after that, we'll be moving into uh, practicing with the benefactor and oneself, utilizing the phrases. I switch up the order a little bit. You know, may you be happy, or may I be happy? May may I be healthy? May I be safe? May I be at ease? And for me, there's been a power. I, I know that phrases don't always work for everyone. And for me, it's it's been helpful to have this tool, really, for my my uh, daily life. When I've had the habit of utilizing them again and again, and it does feel very different than the insight meditation that we're doing. In times of need, when I'm afraid or I have a kind of tense situation and I'm not feeling any metta, a lot of times the gateway is remembering the phrases. And then it's like, oh, now I begin to feel it. So it begins, it's like a stepping stone because I've made the associative link with these phrases. So it's, I think it's a worth a good try if you haven't really uh, gotten a taste of it. And again, I, I, I want to also acknowledge it's for some and not others. That's also a possibility. The benefactor. This term benefactor comes from the Vasudhimagga because Buddha Gosa was talking to monastics. If you imagine being a monastic, your benefactor is the one who's supporting you. Someone, you're, you're feeling their kindness and their love. And so it's the, the being where it's easiest for us to send kindness to. It'd be any being that is, it's, we want to find the easiest being. Even if it's a pet cat or a pet dog or the squirrel you saw the other day. And then into ourselves. And I've already shared the, the importance of this. A few nuances around utilizing phrases. For me, I'm trying to bring them into the rhythm of my breathing. So on the out breath, I'm, 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 when I'm sending them to the benefactor, I'm saying like, may you be happy. And sometimes I'm, uh, it's different for different people. I have the feeling like I'm sending that energy towards them. And so getting a rhythm has been really helpful. When the mind is calm and collected, often I'll, I'll boil the phrases down just to one word. So there's a light touch, just happy, healthy, safe, at ease. So you might want to play with this a little bit this evening of a whole phrase or just one word. So you start to get a, a feeling of the rhythm the feel of it, which it's, it's going to be clunky at first if you haven't done a lot of this. Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's begin. So I invite you, if you haven't already, to allow your attention to come inward. And I invite you to begin by simply feeling the body in whatever posture it's in.
invite you to allow the body to relax, to have a sense of ease in the body. Maybe relaxing the parts of the body that you know can sometimes hold some subtle tension. Maybe the jaw or the shoulders or the hands. I now invite you to begin to imagine. To imagine that you're beginning to be surrounded right now. It's just beginning by beings you know who love you. So maybe in front of you, it's a old school teacher. And just to the left of them, maybe a friend. A little further around, maybe Quan Yin. Allowing that circle to begin to arise. And as you imagine this circle of beings you know who love you surrounding you, maybe to imagine getting a sense that they're smiling at you right now. And not only to see them smiling at you, but to feel them smiling as they gaze upon you. There they are smiling, sending you kindness. Can you feel and open to their kindness?
Maybe you hear them whispering. Whispering words of kindness. Maybe they're whispering, may you be happy. May you be healthy and safe. May you be at ease. Feeling these beings surround you as they're showering you with kindness right now, radiating it toward you. Allowing yourself to feel this kindness, feeling it in the body, throughout the body like a pleasant vibration. Feeling the energy of kindness that they're showering you with. Surrounded by beings who love you, smiling at you, whispering words of kindness. showering you with kindness as you're feeling that pleasant vibration in the body. Trusting that feeling as you set aside any kind of notion of deserving or not deserving. 
just to feel. Give yourself completely over to the feeling of kindness that's filling your body. Savoring it, disappearing into that feeling so that kindness is what's left. You might want to bring it in rhythm with the feeling of the breathing. On the in-breath, receiving the kindness that's being showered upon you by all these beings who surround you. And on the out-breath, savoring, disappearing into the feeling of kindness. As you continue to feel that sense of kindness in the body, 
whether it's a little molecule or the body fully filled with kindness, to allow now the circle of those who love you begin to fade and come to reside into the heart. And now I invite you to allow to emerge some being who fits this category of a benefactor. Someone it's very easy for you to feel kindness towards. It could be a pet animal, a friend. And now it's about beginning to offer them this very kindness. Imagining sending them this feeling of kindness. Possibly utilizing the phrases very slightly. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you be at ease. And continuing in this way. And if the phrases feel too much, you might want to play with just one word. Happy. Healthy.
safe, at ease. And if you lose contact with that being, just begin again. Seeing a smile on their face or hearing them purr, their tail wag, so that you're touched in a way that allows the kindness to flow. even if it's very, very faint. I now invite you to begin to transition. Can you begin to offer the sense of kindness to yourself? Feeling the support of the phrases, 
seeing a smile on your face to offer this to yourself, to honor this and deepen this relationship. May I be happy. May I love myself just as I am right now. May I be healthy. May I be safe. And may I be at ease. Continuing in this way. Utilizing just one word or two words from each phrase, if that's more resonant.
allowing the metta to be however it is, whether it's strong and vibrant or quiet and muted or soft and subtle. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.